Parents and Guardians, it's time once again for the Fearless Parenting Show. Well, 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 parents, welcome back to Fearless Parenting. I want to thank you for joining us again today. Today I have another special guest as we continue with our Father series, and today we're on the letter H. And one of the special guests that I have for today is Steve Goebel. Steve has been married to his bride, Diane, for 14 years. They have two kids, a nine-and-a-half-year-old girl and a six-and-a-half-year-old boy. They hail to us from the fine state of Pennsylvania, and I'm very happy to have him guest host this podcast with me here today. And here we go. Well, Steve, you know, as we've been doing here the the last couple of weeks, we've been dealing with the issue of fathers and fatherhood and just kind of been breaking down what being a father means uh, by using an acronym. And today we're on letter H. And I think you have a special word for us today. I'm going to give you the floor. Thanks, Dan. Excited to uh, be here and participate in this. The word I have is heal. Um, now, a little bit of backstory on why this word is important to me. Uh, I grew up mostly in a single parent household. My mother and biological father were uh, divorced before I turned one. She remarried another man, and then they got divorced when I was eight or nine. Uh, and it was a very abusive relationship. Um, so I grew up. Uh, as a military kid, both both those gentlemen were military guys, and growing up, I I, I swore I was never going to get married uh, because of the bad wow. experiences I saw and lived through, and I swore that I'd never have kids. Uh, and partly Man. because of those things, uh, you know, I, I struggled with relationships. It wasn't until hmm. I was able to get healing for myself. And, and I had that healing come to me. I'm a, I'm a person of faith. That, that healing came through some experiences with some good people, some good father figures, and, and, and coming closer to faith, uh, that I was able to receive healing. Um, I met my biological father when I was 32. Uh, about a year after my daughter was born, I knew I had to forgive my biological father in order mm. for me to be a better father myself. That was part I of my you. healing process. And, and through that process uh, of, of continual growth and continual healing, it's not a one t- for me. It hasn't been a one-time, one-and-done process. It's an ongoing thing where I have to continue to, you know, to, to, to heal myself and forgive myself for some past mistakes and forgive myself for the mistakes that I've made. Forgive myself for some of uh, uh, the, the feelings I had towards my biological father. Without that healing taking place for me, I couldn't be the father I am today. Now, my daughter is nine and a half. She'll be 10 in November. My son is six and a half. And, you know, I am by far not a perfect father. But that healing had to take place for me so that I could move forward in that next step and provide for my kids in a way that I was not provided for. So healing from a fatherhood perspective, 
you have to let yourself heal from the previous wounds you might have experienced. And it's okay to get professional help with that if needed. It's okay to come to God, it's come to, come to faith. Yes, but it get is. get the help out there where you need it to heal. Wow, brother, you just give us a good word. Uh, I, I love the way you say that. It's a, it's a continued journey because none of us are perfect and we're going to encounter other people who are not perfect. And some of those encounters won't go like we wanted, so we have to have the ability to... Uh, to, to forgive and, and heal. But what I'm really taking away from this is this self-healing. Now, when you said that you self-healed, uh, do you think that it would have uh, adversely affected your relationship with your children if you had not allowed that healing to occur? Oh, 100%. 100%. Hmm. And, I, and I know, you know, again, speaking for myself only, I know how important and valuable that was for me to forgive myself for the mistake, previous mistakes, but also forgive those who inflicted that pain onto me mm. because I carried around a grudge for so long in my life. And only hurts uh, us. I, I, you know, with, with young kids, I know kids watch the adult figures in their lives. Amen. They watch the adults around them like a hawk. Yes, they do. If, if, if you're a parent, you know this. And, I knew that uh, part of my healing process and growth in becoming a better father, I had to let go and I had to forgive and I had to heal from those pasts. Uh, and I, I, I'm, I'm still a work in progress. Uh, you know, I've been blessed beyond measure, but I'm still a work in progress. Well, Steve, by you being able to model that to your children, I think you're saving them some heartache later on in their life where they encounter situations to where they need to uh, forgive. They, they've seen it lived out in you. And so it makes it a little bit easier on that, that next generation where we as dads model the right things and give our kids tools. Uh, Steve, this has been powerful. I really do appreciate you taking the uh, time to... Uh, meet with me today and to get this important word out about that. Hey, Dad, you not only need to uh, forgive, but you got to allow some healing to take place. And you just got to model that to your children to give them the tools where they're able to do so later in their life. Brother, I, I appreciate you. Uh, I, I can't say how much I appreciate you taking the time to do this. And if there's any way at any time I could be of any service to you, you just let me know. But Stan, thank you. I appreciate that. Great chatting with you. Thanks for the time. And, you know, fathers, we have the most important responsibility as fathers to our kids. Fatherhood is job number one. Uh, and it starts with healing ourselves sometimes, and that's okay. So, again, Stan, thank you very much. Amen and amen. Wow, awesome job by Steve Gobull. He gave us some very good tips, and there's a lot of encouragement there for parents. But now we have up Steve Dennis. Steve has been married to his bride, Faith, for 34 years. They live in Georgia, and as Steve told me, he has three kids, grown and gone. Here's Steve Dennis. Hey, Steve, let's talk about what it means for a father to help their child 
or be a help to their child or teen? Okay, Stan, thank you so much for the opportunity. And, uh, you know, what comes to my mind as far as a, a father being a help to uh, their child or the teen is a story with my son when he was 13 years old. And um, he went through a pretty rough spot in life where he was suffering from low self-esteem. And, um, and on top of that, um, he was being bullied. And I had no idea that these activities were going on in his life. And one of the most powerful things I did with him is I sat him down and I had what I call a heart talk with him. Mm. And with that heart talk, I um, and, and it was important for me to have a heart talk with him because previously, if I have to be honest with you, uh, as a father, I was coming probably more from my head as far as redirecting him and disciplining him. And that, that head knowledge was creating a lot of resistance because I was reacting and not so much as responding. Mm. And with that hard talk, I was able to um, ask my son, you know, kind of to, to, to kind of discover what was going on with his heart and what was also his ultimate hope. I'd asked him, I said, son, if you could uh, paint a picture of your future, what do you want to do five years from now? And he shared with me, and the, the, neat, the neat thing about his future plan, Stan, is that his plan at that time was to go to college and to graduate. And sure enough, five years later, of course, he wound up doing that. Excellent. And so, yeah, and so asking him those questions uh, was like, was probably the biggest turning point of allowing me to uh, to position myself or to reposition myself to be a better mm. guide uh, from the side with my son. Because the last question I asked him, Stan, was this, son, how can I help? And um, his response to me after asking that question was very simply, Dad, you can help by just being more supportive and less stressful in my life. And I took on that role, Stan, of being more supportive. And one of the most powerful questions I asked my son was this. In six months, son, I want you to share with me what has been the biggest lesson you've learned from my life. Wow. And sure enough, when we sat down and had that conversation, it, it was like a connecting link that allowed my support of him to, uh, to literally go to the next level. And on top of that, it really became, it began the turning point for a much more fruitful and effective and better relationship that we have to this very day. And he's 25 years old. Steve, I, I, I would have to take you to something that you just said because I, I want my audience to totally get what you just said. You know, a lot of times we, we talk, but we don't listen, all right? Yeah. And, uh -huh. and, and you said you position yourself, Okay to where your heart would open up. So basically, if I'm understanding you right, Steve, you you listen to what he had to say and allow yourself to, through listening, to position yourself to be a help to him. Wow. <clears throat> yes, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Because I learned a long time ago that the quality of your questions would determine the quality of the relationship. Mm. And it was important for me to get better at asking questions and not giving more commands or demands. Because yeah, most people will find the answer inside themselves. You just got to give them the opportunity to voice that out. So uh, do you use a lot of uh, 
open-ended questions or did you use a lot of open-ended questions to draw out uh, your children's conversations? I most certainly did. And, I, and again, what's funny about that is that, you know, I, I recognize with my kids that when they, you know, went through different uh, stages, you know, teenage mm-hmm. life and then finally into adult life, the bottom line for me, Stan, and I really advocate this quite a bit, and that is that my comfort, my relationship with all three of my kids now is mainly based on asking questions. I don't really wow. get into the habit of telling them anything. I just ask them questions, and if they're not asking, if they're not, if they're not saying, if they're not asking dad anything, I'm not saying a whole lot. You laid the groundwork, brother. You laid the groundwork for them. Absolutely, yes, indeed. And that that philosophy and that whole piece of asking those questions, I can dare, I can literally say with all three of my kids, and their ages are 30, 36, uh, 20, uh, 32, and twenty-five. And all three of them, I have a very healthy relationship with them to this very day, simply because of adopting uh, that particular model. Wow. And another thing I love what you did is the intentionality of what you did. Say, hey, yeah. six months later, you know, you, you asked them your question, and then you, yeah. six months later, you followed up with that. That's intentional. Uh, yes. Did you find that 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 helped also? Uh, did you? It was a game changer, Stan. Uh, because the other part of the story with my son, you know, the event that led to this particular um, question at time or this particular time that I spent with my son was that I had gotten the news that he he had contemplated suicide. Oh my goodness! And my daughter was a senior. My middle daughter was a senior in college that that year five hours away and she called me at 7.30 that morning to let me know that she had gotten a text from her brother that he was saying goodbye. And so I immediately went to his school and checked him out and brought him home. And and again, so that was my way. This particular system was my way of, uh, you know, in other words, (laughs) the flip side of it, it kind of came on the the heels of a, a pretty, pretty tough family crisis. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but yeah, but th- th- to answer your question, without a doubt, it was a game changer because I wanted now to get my son, uh, Stan, to re-buy in to me as a father. Wow. And to do that by asking him the question, son, in six months, I want you to share with me just so, so that I can have a level of accountability with the changes that I'm going to make. I want you to ask, share with me in six months, what is the biggest lesson that you have learned by watching my life? Wow. And sure enough, in that six month period of time, we sat down again. We, we, we had sat down more than, you know, more often than just that one event, but we had an appointment for that six months. And that, that six month meeting was like a two hour luncheon that we had. And and I had notes in my hand. I had an eight pen and a notepad. And I took notes on the things that he shared with me that he had learned from my life. Well, I, I, I tell you that, Steve, I, I love it. I, I love how you, you know, sometimes we as dads and moms too, we kind of have to look back and say, hey, you know what? We we need to make a change. We need to make a change in how we're approaching things and, and how we're speaking to our children. And it doesn't make you a bad parent because you need to make a change. Your children grow. 
they're developing, uh, and and they're maturing. So it's not unreasonable that as they grow up, you need to make some changes to stay up with them, so that yes, you can be you can be relevant. And I love the way that you stay relevant in your son's life and the buy-in. Oh, let's yes. not forget the buy-in. <laughs> Because if it's their ideal, okay, and yeah. you're hearing it from them, and, and, and they're looking at how you live and say, Daddy, this is what I got out of watching yeah. you, okay? Yes, then sir. you know you yes, you hit home. You hit home. Bingo, yeah. my friend. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that is yeah. gold. That is gold. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, audience, you just heard some gold there. And uh, I hope that you'll continue listening to the Fearless Parenting Podcast. We love having you here as guests. Make sure that you uh, leave us a review of our podcast. And until next we talk, go out and fearlessly parent. And God bless. Thank you.